I didn't want to wake up. I was having a much better time asleep. And that's really sad. It was almost like a reverse nightmare. Like when you wake up from a nightmare, you're so relieved. I woke up into a nightmare. Hello and welcome to episode 71 of Under the Cowl of MS. A little quote by Ned Bazzini. To get us started off on our top MS topic later today, which you'll find out more about then. But let's start out with the fun part, the comics. I got the Citizen Nocturne by... Michael Dalton Allred, he did the art, the writing, and Laura Allred did the lettering. This is a fun vampiric style story. It's all done in black and white. Uh, Character gets bit by a head vampire and... And his first attempt at bloodlust, he comes home to his wife and bites her. But if he only bites her once, she's in the person is like in a zombified form. And if they bite him a second time, then they become vampires. Or if you drain too much blood, you can, I'm sure, just them off or whatever but uh yeah he's in search of finding a way to save his wife and he runs into other characters in here that are also hunting the queen vampire and there's a young vampiric child that's been a vampire for many years in a child form, there's an old professor that gives you that old uh, Nazi professor style character look himself. You see lots of influences throughout this book, uh, like one character called Axel, looks basically like a young Axel Rose. Um, the Ramones type characters in here, Aerosmith characters, uh, David Bowie influences, a lot of the 80s big hair era influences in here and stuff. And you get a little crash test dummy. Look on some of the figures. I see like... Uh, some panels give you that um, Universal Monsters style character look in here. It's fun, nice. It was one of his early uh, attempts at starting out in the comics industry. Uh, apparently, this was the second book that he did. Dead Air by Slave Labor Graphics was. His first one, this one I found out last night. I suppose I should have figured it out by the way they had it laid out in the back of the book. But this one 
ended up turning into graphic music number issues one through three. So that's how this was seen by many, and then this is more of a rare version, uh, harder to find. But it's just fun, another nice little piece to add to my all red collection. So if you're enjoying any of the all red work, Madman x-ray robot and stuff like that this would be something fun for you to check out if you're into vampires and stuff and for free comic book day i came across issue number one of lumberjanes farewell to summer uh this is a comic i never really expected to look at or pick up or anything like that but this version has a bunch of little short stories about summertime. And they're fun, enjoyable. They kind of, the characters cross over throughout the stories and stuff. And you even get a little story with the little raccoon, baby raccoon and stuff. Some shape shifting creatures. But uh yeah, I was pleasantly supply supplied, <laughs> surprised with this book. Uh um if the regular Lumberjanes books are like this where they do a bunch of little short stories inside each one, then I'll gladly pick up some more in the future and check out where they go and but, yeah, I did not expect to ever even have interest in this book at all. But it's another surprise. Uh, and then uh, another big surprise for me, one of my favorites, Tank Girl. has a whole new run out right now called King Tank Girl. And it's done by the Alan Martin, the co-creator of Tank Girl. And he joined up with artist Brett Parson to bring all new adventures of the classic character to Albatross Funny Books. Uh, turns back the clock to the early years of Tank Girl, which is fun. So you get to see the more playful side is a little bit more enjoyable. Uh, it's a bunch of different stories, a ton of different characters. Uh, and one of them, the tank girl and the gang head to the beach for Barney Don't Surf. They explore an expensive world of well being where Tank Girl gets crowned as King of England. And right away by a little accident that happens that she causes. Comes with a two-sided poster. Some other little things in here for you to check out. But yeah, this was, this was a fun read. I'm very happy with this new run. It's some of the early Tank Girl has some pretty rough writing. But I still like the character. I still read 
love the comics and everything. Love the movie. But uh yeah, the writing's a little rough in the those versions and this one the writing's very clean, very nice. I was very happy with that. It's uh a lot less struggle reading through it, whereas some comics done by people uh, from areas that you're not from or used to can be kind of hard with some of the language and stuff to figure out the different little things and get used to stuff. But then a little topper for the end. It's I know I've talked about issue 99 and 101, and I've just got came across issue 100 of Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? This was a fun one where Scooby-Doo goes back to the Pootiversity where he went through some dog training and it was also where a dog that's basically like uh, what we would know as Rin Tin Tin, they call it Ring Ding Ding, but a German Shepherd style dog and that they end up having a ghost dog that looks just like Ring Ding Ding. And they got to figure out that story, why he's coming through and scaring everybody off during a big dog show and a little dog party that they have. But was, that's a fun story to check out. And then the other story in here is basically a Scooby-style gang and a mud monster and the regular Scooby gang and this new Scooby gang, Scooby style gang that's basically part of a reality film thing and film sh- shows and stuff like that. They, they're just basically got their face on camera and basically kind of criticizing, giving the regular Scooby gang a hard time and making them look like a joke as new gang controls the crime scene and the real Scooby gang has to work out things to get it figured out what's going on and stuff. But yeah, it's another fun Scooby-Doo. Where are you? You can't go wrong with Scooby. It's always fun to read also. Yeah. Check those out. And it's that time of year. Where we just go into deep, dark depression. It just gets a little worse for some of us. I know my wife the other day had brought up that I should get my butt on some antidepressants. But I just fight through it. So as long as she's around, I'm not worried about anything happening. Something happens, and I'll worry about getting on an antidepressant or whatever. Depression and MS. Researchers believe that the high rate of major depressive order, dysythia, or dysythia, however you say it, a chronic type of depression, and bipolar disorder with MS is a result of the disease process or the etiology of the disease itself. In other words, the damage to the nerves within certain areas of the brain is also to increase the chance of greater depressive reactions. Depressive reactions are not to be confused with sadness or fatigue. Sadness is a feeling in response to disappointments and losses. 
experience in sadness helps us to mourn and move through an experience of pain or loss. Fatigue, the most common symptom of MS, occurs in response to having the disease and is greater at certain times of the day. It may not be eliminated, but can be reduced by periods of rest and appropriate planning and pacing of your activities. A depressive mood typically lasts longer and is not associated with one trigger alone. With the most common type of depression, you can have one major episode or experience recurring episodes over time. Be considered to have major depressive disorder. You typically experience a depressed mood most of the day, nearly every day. And you would also have some or all of the following symptoms, such as have a loss of pleasure in most, if not all, activities that usually give you pleasure. Experience a significant change in weight loss or gain. Either have difficulty falling asleep or sleeping too much. Feeling a loss of energy and motivation. Uh, Likely have feelings of worthlessness, low self-esteem, or major guilt. Have difficulty concentrating or making decisions. You may have recurrent thoughts of harming yourself. Possibly have thoughts of suicide. Lose interest in keeping up your appearance. Have aches and pains that physicians can't explain. Have mood lability, which means you can cry or become angry easily over things that typically would not draw that kind of reaction from you. It's just such a fun thing to deal with. It's like you can be up one moment, down the next, be content doing stuff, and also just burst into tears about something so minuscule <laughs> just something that wouldn't normally set you off but has it's just lots of signs like that so it's like definitely look into help talk to your doctors call the helplines there's lots of things out there that you can reach out for dysthymia <clears throat> this type of depression is very similar to major depression except that the symptoms may not be as severe and you may not experience as many of them. Bipolar disorder or manic depressive disorder. This type of disorder is highly genetic in that it often runs in families and is sometimes referred to as manic depressive disorder. You can have a mild or more severe form. I know it runs in my family. I have it a little. Others of us have it. With this disorder, episodes of low mood and depression are interspersed with periods of euphoria or heightened activity and agitation. So you can be all over the place, ill asleep, not be able to sleep, and your mind just goes. You can be up for two, three days, just losing yourself, making your mental issues even worse it's just yeah it's no fun especially if you're alone you don't have anybody to 
share it with or understands that you're in those issues and situations. And if no one's around to stop you or help you with those things and you end up spending two, three days awake 24-7, just that mind just going deeper and deeper into the dark wells, it's just not a good thing. In all types of depression, activities of daily living can feel overwhelming, and there is a tendency to believe you will never change. And it's antidepressants do help. My wife totally changed her uh, emotional well-being from it, and when she would sneak off it or whatever, I instantly could see it see the effects so you instantly knew i can't say much because i tried had some issues and went off and an antidepressant immediately and yeah winter time i should definitely be on them but i'm trying to do things to keep my mind happy and away from those deep dark thoughts i can only do so much before the mind takes over Often the patient with MS is the one to bring up the issue of emotional disturbances or mood in order to have them addressed. People with MS, their care partners, and their physicians all need to be aware of these symptoms that can arise with MS and be sure to inquire about any emotional issues that could be present. Untreated high rates of depression and anxiety increase suicide risk in MS. Anyone experiencing these type of thoughts or care partners who might suspect this of their loved ones with MS should immediately contact their physician, therapist, or the National Suicide Prevention Line at 1-800-273-TALK-8255. And talk to someone that'll listen at least. Hear you out give you some suggestions to help you. Depression is treatable and needs the time and attention it deserves. Like any other condition, expecting someone to just get over it or just put up with it won't help, which I know I, <laughs> that's me, but I did have my recent physical this week and during that, we go through the emotional well-being, and I was just under the chart with the numbers. So, my doctor's allowing me to see how things go for right now, and we're going from there. But still wants me to keep in contact with her. Let her know what's up. Participating in psychological therapy and taking a medication for depression appear to be the most effective means of treating depression. Consistent exercise has also been shown to improve depression, which I'm struggling my ass off. Trying to get back to my routine. I'm really hoping within the next week or so I can finally get on some routine, but it's like I was finally feeling a little better. I had some help with the pain issues. I had new pain medication. Of course, what happens? A new neurologist doesn't answer any of my calls or messages I send to him, and 
when you're on a pain medication that you need to be weaned off of and you don't have no refills, you got to wean yourself off of it. And I tried it. I felt like shit for a few days. Uh, I still got a few patches left, but I'm just set them aside for really, really, really bad days that I need to get out. I'll just take one and see how it affects me. Uh, unless I get on something new since my regular doctor, PCP, uh, told me about something else that's a lot like Belbuca that many doctors are being trained on right now. That is also a safer form of pain relief. And she's seen and dealt with some of the results and was really happy with it. So she's going to look into it for me and see what we can do. See if I can get on that instead of the Belbuca, but it's still that icky film crap that you got to stick in your cheek. I was hoping it was going to be a pill for him, but we'll see. See if she can get it for me, if insurance will accept it and stuff. Consistent exercise has also been shown to improve depression. Steroid use is known to induce depressive reactions or exasperate bipolar reactions in individuals. Additional uh, medications such as those used to treat urinary incontinence or spasticity can also affect mood, which, of course, I'm on those types of medications. All of a sudden, they're not working again. It's like you take this shit and you get all happy and excited when it's working out decent for you for a little while. Then all of a sudden, the medication doesn't work for a few days and then comes back. Yeah. Anxiety is perhaps the most taxing and undertreated psychological effect of living with MS. It does not appear to result from the physical disease process of MS, but rather stems from the realities of living with MS. It's very, very depressing just knowing that you can't do things you used to be able to do and your body's acting like it's three times older than it actually is yeah it can set off a lot of anxiety and depression the scientific literature suggests that anxiety levels are higher at the onset of the disease than when it coexists with moderate to severe depression tragically the combination of untreated sustained depression along with anxiety can produce higher rates of suicide among people with ms Limited social support and higher rates of alcohol consumption also elevate anxiety disorders in MS, which I know with it being winter time, I'm drinking a couple times a week, whereas summer times it's more like once a week. But it's, it's just that dark, depressing time of year. It gets dark sooner, it's colder, it's crappier, you can't go out and enjoy yourself, it's just annoying. The spectrum of anxiety disorders include panic attacks, phobias, obsessive-compulsive disorder, and generalized anxiety disorder. To be considered to have an anxiety disorder, a patient would present physiological and or psychological symptoms. Examples of physiological symptoms are trembling, Increased heart rate or heart palpitation, palpitations, dry mouth, 
shortness of breath, nausea, hot or cold sensations, tingling in fingers or toes, lightheadedness, faintness, fatigue, muscular tension, restlessness, insomnia, specifically difficult, specifically difficulty falling asleep, frequent urination, and I got pretty much most most of those I can check off on the list. And your examples of psychological symptoms include chronic unhappiness, worry, guilt, or feeling out of control, indecisiveness, feelings of inadequacy, feeling criticized or easily embarrassed, rigidity, which is to be inflexible and less willing to make changes, hostility, feeling anger towards others, repeating certain behaviors or ruminative thoughts, pondering something repeatedly, over-anticipating things, excessive concern with physical health, negative thinking about the future, racing thoughts. I can check off almost all those, too. Yeah. I'm I just got some major issues going through my head. Oh, well. Lowering anxiety requires many steps that include learning stress reduction techniques. These techniques include interrupting and changing both or all, both all or nothing types of thinking, as well as catastrophic thinking, where an individual dwells on the worst possible outcomes. Incorporating exercise into lifestyle, breaking down fearful concerns into manageable, present-oriented solutions aimed at resolving the issues at hand, problem-solving one step at a time, allowing and normalizing feelings of lost control while allowing the effect of any losses to be grieved and expressed, Learning to control your reactions and quiet yourself can allow you to feel anxiety when needed to be problem solved, but not to become so overwhelmed by it. Increasing the areas of where you can have control and prioritizing activities can also help. Developing a more spiritual and trusting attitude has also been found to be helpful to many. Meditation is great. Everyday mindfulness for people living with MS can be found by going to mymsaa.org backslash videos backslash everyday dash mindfulness dash for dash people dash living dash with dash MS backwards slash. Those are things you can try to help y'all look into and stuff like that but yeah just if you're down and out definitely talk about with your doctor and my doctor knows what everything is it's laid out to her she's got all the main keeps and she knows that how i feel as long as my wife's around i'm not gonna do anything stupid but if something would happen to my wife then yeah she knows that she better jump on top of things and 
But I just I'm on too many medications right now to even worry about adding some more extra things to me and if I can't work it out with getting my butt going, my routine back going and stuff like that, then I'll consider trying something on else. But if you don't have that partner backing you or something like that. And definitely look into things, contact someone, get into a doctor and get on some type of antidepressants. They do do wonders. I just had a reaction that was really bad with mine. So I just been kind of putting off trying another one. I know it was just one type of medication. I should try a different one and see what happens. But the effect I had that happened, if that happened out in Society for me, that would be a major issue. So I just had to deal with it at home, get through it, and then I took myself off the medication. Uh, talked to my doctor about it. But yeah, look into those things. And with a little bit of weird news, uh, North Korean had a former gymnast and trained his whole life so he could jump high and fled to South Korea by jumping a fence. <laughs> Got little metal structures that have popped up in different parts of the world. Uh, it's one in Utah. And another one. And I think the other two were in different countries and then they disappeared and stuff. They're playing it like uh, early sci-fi days. And there's some rats that coat themselves in a poison. In Africa, they're friendly, furry, but they have poisonous hairs. But, <laughs> but yeah, those are some things to look at in our world, in our culture right now. But yeah, I'm running out of 